here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Kenny Omega, and you are listening to the New Japan PuroCast. You fools! <laughs> Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, Mr. Damon McDonald. We have got a show to review here today. It is the New Japan Cup Final, which took place on Saturday, March 12th. But before we get into that, Damon, I have one question for you, and that is, do you know Kushida? <laughs> Does American Airlines know Kushida? That's the biggest question. Uh, I do. I know who Kushida is. Um, I talked, I chatted a little bit with him last night at uh, Philadelphia's Ring of Honor show. I met a couple of our fine listeners. Uh, listen, I always love it when uh, you hear back from some some good pals listening to the show. So um, Georgie C on Twitter uh, caught up with him. Uh, good guy. We talked a little pro graps and. Uh, he was head. He's like he's a dude that lives in Baltimore. Remember the guy who busted my stones um, because I said Townsend instead of Townsend or Townsend? yes, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, he, he was he was a good guy. And like I said, I like meeting uh, people at these shows. It's it's uh, it's always weird when people say they listen and they like the show and they're fans. So uh, awesome. Um, and and again, uh, talked a little bit to Kushida. Talked a little bit about podcasting. Um, he's like. You listen to my show, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's, he goes, "You understand Japanese?" I was like, eh, "A little bit." <laughs> um, did, did, did you tell him that you just like to listen to his voice? I do. I love him. He's so lovable. Um, he is. He really is. Um, and what else do we do? Um, well, also, listen. We're uh, not only are we, uh, uh, you know, many people's favorite podcasts. Lo and behold, uh, the great. Uh, Kenny Omega just uh, sent us a, sent us a little love uh, earlier in the day. He mentioned he was no longer doing any podcast. I, I reminded Kenny about his my uh, you know, letting him get in button line in there when we went to Sam's Town and checked in and kind of got him to the front of the line. And he said he's going to make an exception. So maybe we uh, maybe we have that in our future. A little Kenny Omega exclusive, as people like to throw around. So uh, maybe we have that in the next couple of weeks. So uh, that that's hot off the presses here as we, we record on a late Sunday, Colin. Late I know. Sunday for us. Jeez. I know. I know. And, you know, actually, technically, Kenny Omega has already been on this <laughs> podcast. Because if you listened to the intro 
to the show. And I hope you guys don't fast forward through the intro because I've been uh, sneaking in uh, some some surprises there. We've had some uh, some guest voices from the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling at the top of the hour here, and I believe that I put Tanahashi in there for the Kevin Kelly episode. If you haven't listened to that, definitely go check it out. Great interview with our buddy Kevin Kelly up there on our feed. And last week I stuck in uh, Mr. Hiroki Goto. So. Yeah. And this week is Kenny Omega. So, so yeah, we got some cool, uh, cool little surprises coming up for you. You know, yeah, nice, some weeks. nice stuff. Some nice stuff. Uh, you know, listen, we're working hard for you guys. You know, we're trying to make it topical too with these intros. You know, Mister Goto, who uh, had a big spot in this New Japan Cup final, as we'll find out. And uh, you know, before that, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. And now this week, uh, the little little Kenny Omega plug. So we're doing well for you guys. We're doing well. We're trying hard. We're working hard for you. We're just a common man. We're working hard. How's it go? Is he working He's hard with his hands? He's just a common man. Yeah, sing it. Go, Kong. Let's go. Yeah. That's all I know. No, I'll, I'll do the cowbell. <laughs> Come on. Boom, 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 boom. Hit it. He's just a common man. Go ahead. Go ahead. What does he do? What does he do? He works hard with his hands. Come on. Come on. Working, working hard. <laughs> working hard with fucking, his hands. Everybody's fucking Xing out at this point. <laughs> all right. Where are we? What do we got to cover right. here? So, look, we are going to be talking about this New, J- New Japan Cup final, which took place early Saturday morning, March 12th. Uh, before we get into that, though, I just want to uh, get your thoughts on the ROH TV tapings that you attended last night. What was um, the match of the night? I think I know what you're going to say, but fill me in. I have no idea. I was drunk out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not drunk out of my mind. Um, surprise me. Yeah, I know. I, listen, I don't get belligerent drunk, but I like a, I like a beer. I like a, you get a bit tipsy. I like a little, uh, you know. Listen, I got a lot of stress in my life. I gotta gotta get your buzz on. Yeah, I gotta I gotta work these nerves down a little bit. Um, the question was best match. Well, look, I think there was there was a lot of good shit on this show. Um, and again, real quick, we'll hit it. Um, Young Bucks, Frankie Gazarian, and uh, um, Christopher Daniels. Um, who else was in that goddamn match? Um. Motor City Machine Guns? Yeah. Yeah. Keep forgetting them. They seem very forgettable, don't they? <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, that was a fucking great match. Well, there was oh, an IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match, correct? Yeah. No, why would it be? Because there's no Matt Seidel or uh, or Ricochet. Um, but it Kushida, was... I'm talking about. What? Yeah, there was a... yeah, the IWGP Junior title was on the line. Kushida ACH. That's what I asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> This show's off the rails already. We got you singing fucking Dusty Road songs <laughs> and me not hearing what the hell you're saying. Um, yes, that was a good match. Very good match. Um, Kushida did this spot where it was like a power slam from the top rope into a hoverboard that the place was like, what? Like a, their heads exploded. And then that move maneuver was uh, topped off with like literally one of the craziest moves I've ever seen in my life. Um so, you know how Young Bucks hit the uh, Meltzer driver, right? So, you know, we got the one hitting the tombstone pile driver and the other one, you know, doing the flip off the ropes, bouncing off the top rope, doing the flip, spike pile driver, right? We're all familiar with the Meltzer driver, right? Well, take out the, the flippy-do from one of the Young Bucks, and, but uh, replace the flippy-do with a moonsault. So Daniels is on the top rope ready to hit a moonsault in front of Kazarian, who's got, uh, I forget who he had in there, but we'll just, you know, somebody, in the spike pile driver. Um, Daniels does the moonsault, 
and adds that that's what adds the extra momentum to the stuff the stuff pile driver it was ridiculous wow amazing. so so this was like an indie taker but with a moonsault no it was like a melter driver but with a moonsault right yeah absolutely un fucking real this manure i've never seen anything like it um the first time i ever saw that i even tweeted i was like i, I uh, and everybody like in this day and age it is rare especially at a at a philly ring of honor show where the crowd just like it wasn't they didn't even make a sound you felt the air escape the building and then the place went berserk it was like <gasps> what the fuck <laughs> it was a pretty pretty fucking great uh that that maneuver um the ach uh kushida match great Th that tag was mat match was great they brought out a broom uh and uh had him dressed up as kenny omega and the broom was doing spots like they were like throwing the broom and people were selling it it was kind of funny that's some ddt stuff right there yeah yeah it was very um what's the what's the blow up that was named yokoshina yokoshina yokohino i don't I, know it has a name. <laughs> um, it's something like that um yeah so yeah it was like that but it, here's the thing Again, it's not usually my, my scene. I will never fucking criticize the Young Bucks, man. They just got their shit down, and it's good. And and you know what it is? It's not even the same shit you see all the time. Yeah, they have their signature spots, but it's, a lot of shit is just creative. And they just they just went balls of the wall, all three of those teams, and they were just doing crazy stuff. Just so much fun. And that to me, that's you you don't get much better than that. You know that that's just if you're going to a pro wrestling show, that's what you want to see. To me, that's that's highly entertaining. Shit They're one of the doing. greatest tag teams in the business right now. Period. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you can't you can't deny it. And it, it, that match was great. Again, ACH Kushida was great. Um, Lethal and uh, Seidel had a really sick table spot. It was a really a, a brutal um, table shot, like a like a like a dive that kind of felt like it went wrong a little bit. But it was it was it was deadly. Um, the match was okay. I didn't, I didn't, wasn't in love with it, but I thought, um, I thought it was good. I thought really, um, cheeseburger and the Briscoes against war machine and moose on paper. Doesn't sound all that tempting. This was a good fucking match. I really liked this match a lot. Um, you know, some good comedy spots with the cheeseburger and the size differential between the monster tag team over on the other side. But, um, no, it was a, you know what, uh, if you want a hot take to me, I liked this ring of honor show more than I liked the new Japan cup finals. Really? Yeah. yeah. The ring of honor show was really good, dude. It was really, really good. And they always seem to put on really fun, hard hitting action packed matches. You know, there wasn't a bad match on that ring of honor show. It really wasn't. Um, I mean, Maybe the the they had a uh, six man six woman tag. I mean that was okay. You know it was it was what it was. But everything else was really fucking good shit. Well, I, really, I, I really must tell you, I, I am a big fan of that Mandy Leon. I know you are. I, listen, there's no, no you know nobody. And Taylor Hendricks, she's uh... yeah. You were saying that Taylor Hendricks. I had a couple people tweet me. Uh, who I saw who's that? that? Who's that girl? And I was like, uh, you talking about uh, Taylor Hendricks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, she's cute. I mean, all of them are. I mean, listen, they're all fantastic. And uh, uh, but yeah, the show itself was was uh, was outstanding job, outstanding job there, Ring of Honor once again. Um, and again, I think it was better than the New Japan Cup Finals that we saw this weekend as well. 
I can believe that. And you know what? I have to say that the first night of the New Japan Cup was the best night. Would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Yeah. You know, I don't want to say it lost some steam on the second night, but I think the second half of the show really fell off the cliff a little bit. Um, the finals match was very good. Um, we won't give away who exactly that was right now. We'll let you, you know, but listen, if you don't know by now, then, you know, <laughs> you know it's Goto and, and, and Naito, uh, which was a great match. Um, the other stuff after intermission, there was some, there was some there was stuff that's easily skippable, skippable with guys that you kind of would think maybe you would want to stick around for. But um, the first half was good. But yeah, I think night one was much better than, than, than night two. All right, so what do you say we get into it? Let's, let's do it. Let's go from the bottom of the card to the top here. And again, this took place Saturday, March 12th from, and correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Aomori, for any, any of our, our uh, Japanese-speaking uh, listeners, please correct me. if I'm I, I know one bald guy who's going to be tweeting us real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aomori. So this match started, excuse me, this card started off with... A Young Lions match with, boy, we haven't seen this one in a while, Damon. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long time. David Finley versus Jay White. And I, I was sitting here thinking to myself, man, we are running out of descriptions to to, uh, to talk about these Young Lion matches. But here's what I will say. Um, this was a good match. Um, Jay White has a beautiful drop kick. I just wanted to uh, get that in there. Beautiful drop drop kick by Jay White. I thought that's what you say to all the girls. <laughs> a beautiful drop kick. Was oh, by the way, speaking speaking of which, somebody um, I saw a banner for Jay White there, yeah, yeah. and the banner said "Young Lion of Blue Eyes," mm. and it had, it had that's the like that yeah like I, I, yeah I know I was thinking of you when I saw that ex- except for the uh, New Zealand flag in the background that didn't remind me of you at all. Or young, um, or young, yeah. Look, it, but here's the thing: each time they 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 trot out there, and 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 here's the thing: fifth straight win for Jay White, right? Something something's here. So I think this is the making. You you have the potential to make this more than what it normally is with uh, these usual young lions matches, right? And I think it's going in that direction too. Something's brewing here, possibly. I mean, I can't say definitely. Let let you know. You look back in. In history of uh, you know young lions, it, it's rare that this will manifest itself into a you know a blood feud, but um, it does you, you know it, it is there for the taking. You, they, they they absolutely could do this and 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 make this uh, a, a story uh, to go along with these young lions working their matches out. Uh, again, an aggressive David Finley uh, to start out. You, you kind of thought that. Just by the way they were working this with David Finley getting him the majority of the offense in early, that uh, the handwriting was on the wall, and lo and behold, once again, Jay White wins with the uh, lion guess, tamer. Yeah, he's I would more call of it. a lion tamer than a Boston crab. Yeah, he really cinches that dog in. Uh, again, fifth straight, fifth straight for Jay White. Yeah, um, David Finley, like you said, he did have him in the Boston crab, and it looked like for a second there that Jay White was tapping out, but he made it to the ropes and. Finley still hasn't figured out how to counter that deadly lion tamer from Jay White. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, I mean, you know, either he's the worst wrestler in the world or he has no access to videotape. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, Jay White once again, uh, again fifth in a row. To me, that's 
kind of telling, kind of telling. I, I, I will say this about these shows, too. And, and tell me if you feel the same way, Colin Miller. This was a show that, that as a whole, you know, it really showed the importance of the juniors um, and the roles that they play on these shows. You know, on, on, the, on this, especially this one, this, this really screamed. Jay White and David Finley arguably had maybe the second or third best match on the show. Absolutely. I would put them in the top three. And that screams to me, you know, the the role and the importance of a Kushida or a, a Rapungi Vice or Young Bucks or Red Dragon or Ricochet and Seidel um, and, or even an, an Omega, right? You know, those those juniors, we sometimes we, you know, hand wave them and eye roll them and it's like, oh, this this shit again. And or we these guys are sorely missed on shows that they're not on. You know what I mean? When they're not on these shows, you miss them. There's something missing, and it's and it's these guys. It's the element that they bring to the table. Again, the most talented, arguably the most talented group of juniors that this company has had in a long, long, long time. And 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 their absence, you feel it. You feel it. Yeah, I agree. And to um, kind of branch off with what you were saying, a lot of people have been speculating for a while now that 2016 is going to be a big year for the junior heavyweights. And some are even saying that we might be entering uh, another golden age of junior heavyweights in New Japan. I mean, we've got a lot of um, junior heavyweights tournaments coming up of course we've got best of the super juniors we've got the return of the super j cup will osprey is coming in challenging kushida for the iwgp junior heavyweight title so i think that we are going to see some amazing things in 2016 from these junior heavyweights and quite frankly i think that the majority when 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 we end 2016 i'm going to give you a hot take here well i don't know if you you would call it a hot take necessarily but when we come to when 2016 is about to come to a close and it's december and we're doing the the second annual purocast year end awards i think i predict that over half of the matches for the best uh match category are going to feature junior heavyweights and i don't you know uh, they they do it and do it on a consistent basis. I mean, look at last year. You know, last year you could have said the same in in, in even years past. Um, you, uh, that that's not a bad take, Colin. How about how about some how about to add some spice when we talk about the, these juniors and and what we expect in 2016? Well, hey, I've, I've got my array of seasonings out here on the table. I've got my paprika. I've got All my right. oregano. All right. Well, here's here's a little something extra that I was. Uh, Talking to some peoples. I was talking to some peoples on the streets. Oh, on that street again. Last night. Uh, don't be surprised if you see a lot of those juniors and, and specifically young lion types that might be traveling abroad currently or might be earmarked to travel abroad come to a town near you if you live on the East Coast. <laughs> so some juniors of the Young Lion persuasion may yes. be showing up at the old ECW arena. Well, I mean, I can't definitely say it's going to be ECW arena, but I think uh, I think there's some good things around the bend. Uh, Kameitachi, I think uh, some Shotanaka, some uh, Yohei Kamatsu, 
and even possibly one of those two gentlemen that we were talking about earlier might be making a voyage uh, come this way real real soon. So, uh, Mr. Finley again, and Mr. White possibly uh, cash well, in the ship to come possibly. Overseas. Possibly again. There have I I have talked to two people who have mentioned that, but um, um, I haven't obviously talking talking talking. I've never talked. I never spoke to uh, Mr. White or Mr. Finley uh, in general or about the situation. But yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard I definitely heard that uh, there there is a lot of scuttlebutt about that. So that would be very exciting if if. You know, even if we got half of those people, you know, just to see them live, I would be very excited. So fingers crossed. Um, nothing is signed, sealed and delivered. But from what I understand, uh, uh, good things are coming our way when it comes to the East Coast. By the way, do you, do you know why um, David Finley refuses to give up in these matches with Jay White? No, Colin, why? Because his name is Finley and he loves to fight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, you really are weaving into the the old school WWE slash F references today, Colin. I apologize Just, for that. That's all right. We'll 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 let that one slide. All right. What's next here on this uh, this cup show? Next here is a tag team match featuring Tiger Mask and mm. Captain New Japan taking mm. on Jushin Thunder Liger and Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. Well, again, this kind of. Uh, Harkens back to my point of boy, there's a lot of talent that's not on this show. Um, you know what was amazing is when I was sitting there watching this match, and I saw Tiger Mask take off something, and I couldn't quite make it out in the beginning of the match. But yet at the end of the match, it seemed to me he was carrying a strap, and I was like, wait a minute, I almost completely forgot. The Tiger Mask is the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. When was the last time he defended that belt? I think against it was against Liger? Liger. Yeah, I think it wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, in, in uh, December of 2015. Yeah, and how about Big Juice getting the big win, a submission win yeah. over uh, CNJ? Yeah. So Juice Robinson, I'll tell you what, he did a nice diving headbutt in this match. Um, Captain New Japan tried to steal one from him here. But Juice gave him the big leg lariat and applied that submission, which, um, what would you call like, that? He kind of I had him in that, like a camel clutch position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a camel, ca- camel, a camel cr- crutch is what I would call it. A camel crutch. <laughs> a camel crutch. There you go. Let's call it a camel, camel crutch. Yes. Um, hashtag camel crutch. Um, no, it was like a camel clutch and a cobra clutch, wasn't it? Yeah. It was kind of weird, being that they feuded back in the '80s. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of like a uh, uh, a camel clutch and a cobra clutch combo. Um, getting the tap on Captain New, Captain New Japan. Um, look, the match was, you know, it wasn't it wasn't tremendous. Well, what did you expect? Uh, not a lot. I, if I, if I, I, I think that right. we got more out of this than you would have expected from reading it on paper. Yeah, yeah, and then like I said, this sets up that. That underneath little loop gives Liger and Tiger Mask once again something to do, uh, you know, trade off the this this belt, this this uh, NWA Junior belt by all means, knock yourselves out, kids, um, go get them. Um, but that's that's what it looks like. That sets up and gives them something to do in the spring. By the way, did you notice at the end of this match that Liger's music bled through there a little bit for a yeah, few the, seconds? Yeah, the the uh, Nintendo eight version, <laughs> and then somebody was in the back was like, "Oh shit! Quick, press the button! <laughs> press the button! Pipe the music in! It's feeding through. We're gonna get sued. We're losing money here." Right. 
<laughs> right. Hey, speaking of losing money, um, to, you, you tell me, but I'm looking at the, this crowd at, at this show. Didn't look like those upper level seats were filled at all. I thought I thought you were gonna um, talk about when we were playing the slots in Vegas. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Listen, you right. paid five bucks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, it didn't look like this building was filled. No, it, I mean the, the floor seats looked filled, but that second balcony, I, I get, you know, really, there's only one balcony. The one balcony um, didn't look there. Every every time I saw a shot, I saw seats and. Uh, with without bodies filling them, um, and and the, did the did the arena look extra dark? Like it was kind of like they were Bill watching it, you know? Yes, it did. As a matter of fact, you know, it, they were just pumping the the one spotlight on the ring, and uh, hopefully nobody else will notice the uh, the empty seats. But yeah, I did did this was a bigger like, size venue too? I don't know. I, I I truth be told, I don't know how many how many. Um, seats it is i don't know what the capacity is or what it is for wrestling and you know with the stage set up and everything so uh i don't know that but it didn't look like it was a full house for sure it says that the crowd the capacity was 2919 that was the announced according to the um new japan pro wrestling official english website okay so i mean i don't know what it holds for wrestling if i had to guess from looking at that venue i I would have guessed five thousand. Yeah, that's. I would go like four or five. Yeah, I'm thinking that's 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 an. That, I think it's a number I would be comfortable with. So I don't know. Like I said, when I looked at the crowd, it looked uh, that those those that a balcony area looked a little sparse to say the least. So the next match was another tag team match featuring the team of Evil and Bushi, two thirds of Los Ingobernables de Japón, taking on Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi. I thought that this was a good match, um, especially when Evil and Ishii were in the ring. And there was one spot in particular towards the end that I thought was really innovative. Um, I believe what happened was Evil. Irish whipped Yoshihashi into Abushi, who then did a code breaker, and then um, Evil delivered a German suplex. So it was like a code breaker into a German. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's taking good notes. Look at you. <laughs> um, a couple, couple things that I have for for this match. One, first of all, Evil, the the lasers. It's been reduced to one fucking handheld laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. It's not even a claw anymore. It's, it's just a laser pointer. It's one. He's holding a stick in his hand, pointing at the crowd. And I'm thinking to myself, for fuck's sake, let's let's stop the, the lasers. <laughs> I used to use and one I, of them when I when I taught classes. I'd have a laser right, pointer. Yeah, exactly. Right. And this chart here shows the growth of the fiscal quarter. Um, <laughs> and how are lasers evil? Like... How is how is a single laser being pointed evil? Green lasers um, are very evil. Yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it, it, like I said, it's been reduced to one single laser pointer at this point. Um, you know, you know what else I've noticed too, and and this is kind of harkens back to our little uh, Ring of Honor open. Um, there's there hasn't been much mention of Jay Lethal being in Los Ingobernables. No, it was almost like he joined for one night. It really was. It was a. It was a. You know, 
he's just going to dabble in, in kissing girls. <laughs> you know, it's just an experimenting. He's experimenting with Los Ingobernadores. He's experimenting with uh, Japanese who are trying to be Mexican. Um, yeah, uh, I, I just, you know, like, like a, I, I see the Los Ingobernables de Hepon. Am I, am I close? You are correct. Very All good. Right. Thank you, buddy. Um, and I see the T-shirt with the, you know, Japan, England, or England, um, USA, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe an Englishman will join in the future. Oh, listen, you never know. Um, and Mexico. So I, I, I just thought, you know, that USA contingent, you know, you haven't really heard anything. They didn't mention anything of it last night. So I don't know if they did on commentary or not, but um, yeah, it's 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 like he, uh, it's like it never happened. It's like it never happened. Um, yeah, listen, I like this. You know who else I thought was a, did a really good job, Colin Miller? Who was that? Yoshi Hashi. Yoshi Hashi. We, we, we were talking about this last week. He is having a very good year. He's really stepping up his game. And Damon, do you think that part of the reason um, Yoshi Hashi has had such a good year is because Nakamura maybe lit a little fire under his ass that that, that caused a loose explosion? <laughs> and I- yeah, I don't I, know. I, I stepped all over your joke there, Colin. I my apologies on that one. Um, the loose explosion. Um, listen, I spent I spent I, I I had my eyes wide open, Naito style, uh, to pay attention to Yoshihashi, and I think he did really well in this match. Listen, it's it's March. I get it, but he he's you you gotta if if there were awards ceremonies. He's got to be in that in that most improved category. I really think so. He's having a fucking, again, not a wrestler of the year type year. He's having a real good fucking year. Uh, um, now I know that I know that this is probably pointless to talk about. Can but can can, can we talk about how dumb this referee is here oh, for a moment? Geez, please, by I, me, because I, <laughs> I have the note here. Mist is just as legal as a hip toss <laughs> it, because the referees are fucking. Made to look like boobs. Here's what I think. Made to look like boobs. I think that the referee, after Bushi sprayed his mist at Tomohiro Ishii, the the ref looked at him and thought, "Well, I guess he's just turned into into the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) He's covered from head to toe, Colin. He's pulling a Bruce Banner. (laughs) He's he's covered head to toe again with the fucking mist. It is. uh, Trust me, if I'm the referee, and again, this is pro wrestling, mind you, so. You know, the referees are made in many cases to look incompetent and, as I said earlier, a boob. But if I'm going back there, I would be like, can you motherfuckers kind of do this in a way so that I don't look like a total imbecile? Jesus Christ. Enough with the fucking mist. I hate it at this point. Fucking hate it. Um, can we also say mention one thing? And, and 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 by all means, if I'm completely out of my mind, let me know. Well, you are completely out of your mind, but go on. We know this. But in this particular instance, if I'm out of line, by all means. Is it is it an absolute stretch for us to talk about Tomohiro Ishii as wrestler of the year? No, not at all. I don't think it is. Now. Again, I understand that wrestler of the year, there are plenty of other components to it besides in-ring work. So maybe the, the, the question is uh, like, like worker of the year or, you know, whatever Meltzer calls it. But, you know. Yeah, worker of the year sounds good. Uh, he, 
when he is in the ring, the quality of the match and my interest, and I think everybody else's interest skyrockets. He really hasn't had a bad match this year. He really hasn't. He hasn't. Now, people can people can point to that that three way at at Ring of Honor, right? And I thought it was better than most people thought that watching it on TV. I thought, and I think we both agree that seeing it live was much better than seeing it on TV. Oh, sure, you can't compare. And and plus, it, it was a pretty short match. I think it was only around eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and then um, even the the Roddy Strong one. I think people might you know grade that one a little bit lower. The one at Cork and. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but the chemistry somewhat questionable. Took a while to get into. He's had a fucking fantastic year. He's consistently had a good fucking year. Um, and I thought this match by and large was Ishi evil when they were in the ring, things really picked up and my interest skyrocketed and I cannot fucking wait for a singles match between evil and Ishi. I think that is fantastic over of all things. Who would have thought this at the beginning of the year? A Ring of Honor TV title. Yeah, if I would have said to you at at the end of last year that Ishii and Evil were going to be feuding over the ROH World Television That's title, right. you would have said, Colin, you're crazy. But yeah, yeah that, that that is what look looks like is going to happen. So yeah, like I said, Bushi sprays the mist. Evil hits his finish on Ishii and lays down the challenge after the match for the ROH TV title. So I am very much looking forward uh, to this match. Just two big bulls just going at it. I, th- th- this is going to be good stuff. No doubt, no doubt. And hopefully it'll be at uh, Invasion Attack, and we'll get to see that real soon. But um, Evil stepping up in a big way, getting a big win once again. Again, if we could do it at that fucking mist, I'd be thrilled. So our next match was the first New Japan Cup semifinal match of the evening. And uh, this was Naito versus Yano. And Yano pulled out every trick in the book here. But alas, Naito hits the low blow, kicks him right in the family jewels, rolls him up with the jackknife pin, and advances to the New Japan Cup final. I'm going to share something with you here, Miller. I loved this match. I fucking love this match. I Look, didn't expect that. Wow. I loved it. Um, and here's the thing. You knew that this match wasn't going to go long, right? So one of these two are going to have to work, you know, a second match. So they're going to keep it short and sweet. And both both these first, you know, these semifinal matches, you knew they were going to be cut short because, again, somebody else, somebody in that ring has got to work twice and, and carry the show in the main event. So, okay. So I had no problem with it being short. It was a sprint, and and there were a few times where even I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, Yano's going to win this, right? Because we've seen it a million times, and that's another goddamn thing that they do so well is they set you up for all these near falls and false finishes because all throughout the year and all throughout you know this guy's recent career, you see instances where he's getting big wins over big stars in this cheap ball shot, roll up, hair pull, one, two, three way. So, you know, again, everybody's sitting here thinking, holy shit, this could possibly fucking happen. And there were at least two times where physically I'm out of my seat. Like, holy shit, Naito's going to lose this fucking thing. That, that, that's, that's called great booking, great planning, and great 
execution of that plan. Well fucking done, Yano. Well fucking done, Naito. And well fucking done, New Japan. Because guess what? You had me a couple times. And and that's what that that was the end goal. That was the end goal was to get people invested and 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 emotionally uh um invested in holy shit, this could possibly fucking happen. Because on paper, you would think there's no fucking way this is happening. Yet they found a way to whoops, dangle the carrot, and you went for it. <laughs> and I went for it. And that's what makes pro wrestling great. Back when we were doing the show um, during the G125, you would you would say um, every week it's that old sports philosophy of yep. anything could happen, and that was the case with this match. So Naito is disrobing in the ring, and Yano's music hits, and he books down to the ring and just starts beating him with the steel chair. And like I said, he pulled out every trick in his arsenal, but alas, he could not overcome the El Ingobernable Tetsuya Naito. Let me tell you something. That was, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up, that the, even the opening, you know, Yano playing it smart, so to speak, and saying he's going to take advantage of, you know, lazy Naito and, you know, is his his shenanigans getting to the ring and this slow pace and all he's balls to the wall. He's going right on in. He's got a chair and he's going to beat some ass and he's going to get the quick win. He's going to get it right out of the gate. You know, I loved it. I love this match. It was a sprint. It was fast. It was, it was, it was furious. Plenty of near falls. Ah, totally in well done. Couldn't let's put it this way. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Couldn't have asked for anything better from a Yano Naito match on paper. Perfect. Perfection. I agree. And our next New Japan Cup semifinal match, our last one here, Michael Elgin versus Hiroki Goto. Now, Damon, throughout the history of this show, we have had uh, many many uh, nicknames for Goto, um, many many sayings. You know, is Goto going to get his groove back? Chief J Goto. I'm going to add another nickname here to wow. his arsenal. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's going to be thrilled with this. <laughs> Goto is now wacky roll-up guy. Uh, yeah, I, I even have that in my notes, Colin. Um, he's getting his wins in a very similar style, right? The tie-up or the roll-up. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Yeah, uh, and especially uh, in, in this match as well. This match? Very good. I'm not going to say it was yep. great, yep. Um, but it was very good. Um, Elgin did all of his... Um, Strongman spots with, with, with spots, excuse me, which um, the crowd is, you know, just loves. They love to get behind Elgin when he's doing all these great suplex spots. Um, there was one in particular. Um, my favorite part of the match was when he did uh, the two German suplexes, mm. and then Goto kind of goes to the ropes to try and hold on, and then mm. he does a tiger suplex. I really thought that was great. Right, and the hands he's going for the the the, the ropes. And Elgin is, you know, knocking his hands off the ropes, and he goes with the other hand. He does the same thing. Boom! Locks both arms. Whoop! Off for a ride we go. Yep, I like that. I have that uh, noted as well. You know what's um, this match was eerily similar to? What's that? The same fucking match that they had at G One. This is car- <laughs> <laughs> this this match was a carbon copy of of, of that. Did uh, they do the I, same uh, German yeah, suplex spot? Yeah, they did the spot where they're on the apron and they're kind of exchanging elbows. Because <laughs> here's a funny story. Um, back at, at G One, uh, before this match, I'm 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 communicating with uh, Mike and I'm like, listen, uh, here's where I'm sitting because I was sending him photos the whole time, right? 
um, you know, each of his matches. And I'm like, listen, here's where I'm sitting. I'm sitting in these awful orange seats, but it's it's the hard camera side. So make sure you get your shit in on this side so I can take some good pictures of it. And he's like, okay, cool. So he brawls, you know, they're doing like the forearm exchanges right on the apron. And then they uh, they do a uh, spot, uh, like a, like a um, I'm going to say like a back suplex or, or a side suplex on, on the side of the apron. So they're doing all their shit. So I can take literally the reason why they're doing all their shit besides it being the hard camera um, was because I was sitting right there and I was taking pictures and Mike wanted to get his shit in on that side. This is all for you, Damon. It's all for you. It is all for me. Uh, but as I was watching this match, I was like, oh, that's the same spot. Oh, that's the same spot. Oh, that's the same spot. Go back and watch that G1 yeah, match. I, I need to it's, now. Yeah, it's going to be very similar. Um, to, I only watched to, it once. So Yeah. Yeah, if you go back and watch that, um, it, there, there's a lots of, lot of similarities. And again, uh, you know, same guys working together. Why not? Um, but yeah, I, as I was watching that, I was, I'm was i kind of recollecting the, the Cork and Hall um, Goto match. And it was very, very much very similar. I thought the Cork and Hall one was a little bit better than this, but uh, I thought this was a good match. Um, oh, you're biased. Well, listen, being there, maybe, yes, but I, I still think that that match was, was a better match. I think Go back and watch it and compare. I mean, don't, don't let me cloud your judgment. Judge for yourself. All right, so Goto picks up the win here and advances to the finals against Naito. And... A, lot of, a lot of people disappointed, right? A lot of people were yeah. looking for a big Mike win there and to go on and maybe even win this cup. Uh, well, again, look, that's the thing. Um, I, I posed the question on our Twitter account. Who do you think is going to uh, win this tournament? What belt are they going to challenge for? And the majority of our listeners said that it was going to be Big Mike winning, challenging for the IC belt, going after Omega. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, again, I, my predictions were not in that same world as a matter of fact let it be known i think i think it was 100 percent, right yeah this is exact this went exactly as i predicted right right people listen to me right <laughs> um no but um don't worry mike mike's going mike's going to be fine in 2016 don't 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 you worry about mike all right so the next match was a tag team match featuring the team of 10 cozy taking on katsuyo shibata and Taguchi. Damon, we saw some Mongolian ass chops in this match. <laughs> they sound delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I really did. Um, you know what I got my hands on recently, Colin? Ooh, I got what? Um, <laughs> some Mongolian ass chops. <laughs> um, she was beautiful. Um, no, silly. Uh, I got a hold of a shit ton, and I mean a metric shit ton, uh, from my basement of... Um, videotapes and i'm dubbing these finally finally it's 2016 uh dubbing these videotapes to uh digital right so i can have them on a hard drive and i have uh i finished up complete runs so complete runs of uh 1982 new japan so every their their tv show when they had their hour show um every show um 82 84 86 I think 87 I finished, but I'm, I'm sitting here staring at like a pile of fucking videotapes and DVDs and just craziness. Um, my point being is this, um, Shiro Koshinaka, uh, was, uh, a junior back in the day who did a lot of oddly enough. And it kind of jarred my mind be like, Oh yeah, I remember that a lot of ass based offense, right. That, that, that Taguchi does currently now his wasn't in a little bit more of a serious tone, 
than Taguchi. But I just thought I'd bring that up, that the ass-based offense, it's not something that's uh, entirely brand new with Taguchi. Not something um, that, 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 that Taguchi uh, invented. No, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, the ass-based offense is not. But um, like as I'm watching some of this stuff, this older stuff, I'm like, okay, so this is – I do remember this and uh, – uh, yeah, but it's definitely not. My point being is, I don't know. I just saw ass based offense a lot this week. There's been there's been plenty of ass based offense I've seen uh, this week. Not in, not just the uh, in pro wrestling, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, here's what we got to take away from this match, Colin. Kojima. Yeah, Kojima go- laying look, out Shibata. Look, good stuff uh, in this match actually between Shibata and Kojima. Uh, for the finish, we saw Kojima hit a big lariato on Taguchi to pick up the win for his team. Right. And uh, so Kojima starts to cut a promo after this match, and Shibata immediately goes for the attack. Big boot to the mush. But uh, Kojima gets the upper hand and uh, finishes him off with a lariato. So it looks like we're going to see a Kojima versus Shibata match uh, for the never open weight title. That's not bad. You know what? That's that's not that's not bad. I'll take that. I'll, listen, if you're going to give me any one of the uh, elder statesmen uh, to be in that spot, I mean, I'll take him over Nakanishi and I'll take him over uh, Tenzan. Uh, Tenzan. Um, I, I'd probably take him over Nagata. Yeah, right? I would too, to be honest with you. Yeah, and, and Shibata and, and Kojima were kind of doing this all, all match, right? So Shibata was constantly, you know, trying to get in that extra shot. You know, even when Kojima was standing on the apron, they would kind of tie up and you know kick each other in the face. So, no, I mean, it, it, I, I'm happy with this. It's okay. This is a good program. I, I, I think Kojima can still go of, of those guys. Um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, of how, uh, you know, back – about a year ago, um, maybe a little bit more than a year ago, with Nagata and his swan song with Nakamura, this this might be it. This might be Kojima's kind of um, I don't want to say swan song, but you know, you know, last significant uh, moment in in a, in a singles career that he's going to have. So I think it's going to be good. I think Shibata has has a has a renewed fire and vigor about him, and he's he's absolutely one of the more entertaining guys. Um, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, no, I think this is going to be a fantastic match. I'm sure Kojima has something to prove that he still has some more in the tank. I'm all in. Let's let's do this. So the next tag team match featured the team of Yuji Nagata and Manubu Nakanishi taking on Kazushika Okada and Sakuraba. Yeah. Uh, Damon, what, what can we say about this match? Let me um, tell you exactly what I'll tell you about this fucking match. So I'm watching this show, and you know how, like, you're just kind of like, okay, you're kind of counting off in your head, okay, I got three more matches, and sometimes, you know, they're a bit of a struggle or what have you, and you're kind of like, okay, you know, I, I got three more matches, then I'll be all right, or two more matches, and then, uh, you know, we'll be done, and I can get on with my fucking life. And then this match, like, you, you see Nagata and Nakanishi rolling out, and I'm like, Literally, the words out of my mouth were, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm like, oh, ah, I thought, like, I completely forgot about this match. And apparently so did they, because this match stunk. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, Sakuraba did a nice plancha to the outside oh, onto Nagata. Do? <laughs> well, you know, you don't see him do that very often. All right, I'll give him great. some credit for that. Fantastic. Come well, on, Damon. He's putting his life on the line for your entertainment. Uh, listen, Sakuraba hasn't put... The last time he put his life on the line was was right before the fucking Dome show when he got 97 punches to the face. He almost lost his life. <laughs> he certainly did. Um, this match... Oh, I, I gotta be honest with you. For the minute... like The, the minute I saw Yuji Nagata, I, I was like, all right, 
I'm 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 really not into this. I'm I'm tapping out mentally. Doesn't that and, music when when it hits? Doesn't it just give you diarrhea instantly? Like you hear that? And I I don't mind Yuji Nagata all that much. It, no, like, here's the thing. I just was not. I like I just this this was the last thing I wanted to see. The closest thing I can remember is like um, going to one of those Ring of Honor New Japan shows um, in Philly, and it was like a marathon. It was like four fucking hours long. And we're all everybody in the building is just waiting for like the main event. I think it was Okada we were waiting for. It might it might have been Nakamura, but it might have been Okada. But we were waiting for you know the, the the main event of the fucking show. And who the fuck came out? Like some dweeb. And we're just like, gee, like I I couldn't even tell you. But it was just like uh, like you could hear the whole place just groan. Like what the fuck? <laughs> right? We just want to see the main event. That's exactly how I felt. Um. I'm not even going to be fair and and tell you this match was great because I want a star sucked. rating from you, Damon. I can't give it because I didn't watch it. <laughs> like like it was on my TV, and I was just so thoroughly disgusted that the fact that it was on my TV at the time, I was just like, "Fuck this!" Ugh. And then I got on my phone and I was just kind of looking around and staring at and figuring out life's complexities. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, there was a rainmaker, and it was one, two, three. So the, so there you go. Yeah. You'll, you'll, listen, if you never watch this match. You're not missing a goddamn thing. I'm going to give this match two stars. Yeah? You're going two, huh? Yep, I'm going two stars. Okada hits the Rainmaker on Nakanishi to pick up the win. Mm. And, yeah, we've we've seen this a hundred times before. Fuck this match. (laughs) Finally, um, the match before the main event, our uh, last tag match of the evening, featured the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tomoaki Honma and Togi Makabe taking on the Bullet Club, Tamatanga, Yujiro Takahashi, and Bad Luck Fale. Um, you know what? I thought that this was a decent match. One thing, one spot I did like was when Honma goes for that top rope Kokeshi, and then Tamatanga catches him in the gun stun. Then he hits his DDT finisher to pick up the win. I thought that was pretty innovative. It was a sloppy gun stun. I like, like it, was. It, lo- it looked like. Uh, Han Han. I always feel like I'm mispronouncing his name. Honma. Honma. What do I say? Hanma. You say Hamna. 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 I do. I do. Like right, give me one Gleason. more time. Give me one more time. Honma. Honma. Tomoaki Honma. All right. I'll get it right one day. Now, now I'm so fucking conscious of it. I, Our buddy I, on Twitter is going to be. Uh, I know. I'm just going to get buried. Why not? I'm a. I'm a. I'm a dope. Uh, anyway, like he landed right on his. Like his face hit his like Tonga. I can't say anybody's name right. Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga's shin, and it looked like he splattered it. It took me 15 minutes to make one point that was really <laughs> irrelevant. Um, mystery partner, mystery uh, Bullet Club member. Yeah, Tama Tonga cuts a promo at the end, says that he is bringing in his brother, and they're coming after. The IWGP tag titles. Yeah, I told you that last week. Um, Kamachu, right? Kam- or Kamachu. Kamachu. How do you pronounce his name? In WWE. He was in WWE, TNA. Kamachu, is it? Yeah. Well, he had different names in yeah, he uh, did. WWE and TNA. Yeah, I'm not no. sure what they're going to call him in New Japan. but uh, Listen, I don't think they're going to call him much, to be quite frank. I don't think he's anything special at all. At all. Are we uh, going to see some flying Usos, Damon? <laughs> you got that right, Michael. Um, that, that was a terrible JBL imitation. <laughs> I was like, a, I was almost a British accent <laughs> of my JBL. <laughs> I tried to do a JBL. It stunk. Um, hey, it happens. It, it, I'm not, I'm not a good, uh, I don't do good imp- 
Prussians. That's that's for certain. Um, Tonga gets the win, right? Mystery partner. Uh, I, I'm not thrilled. Can can we um, can we officially say the Bullet Club is um, has has reached like Virgil NWA or NWO <laughs> levels? Right? I I believe that he was Vincent, Vincent in, in the bad. NWO. My, my bad. I don't want to. I don't want any copyright infringement uh, issues. Yeah. yeah you know uh, what? I I I've got to say I think that. Would you say that the elite is almost? Separate, are they separate now? Even. Yeah, I don't even. Truth be told, I don't. I think that they even feel that this uh, this has gone out to pasture, and uh, we're you know they're over this bullet club thing. So yeah, the elite is. I kind of consider the elite something uh, different. And if you look on these shows, you know you really don't see a lot of uh, interaction. Maybe from Cody Hall. Where's Cody Hall? Where is Cody Hall? That's a good question. Uh, where's Cody Didn't Hall? Make this all show. This? No, where's all where, where's all Cody Hall and all this shenanigans? Uh, where, where, where's uh, Yellow Barbie and all yeah, these shenanigans? You, listen, they, they, listen, he he's not even getting anybody coming out with him anymore. You know that's that's what that's what they think of him. He's not even worthy of he's not even worthy of the five yen invested to bring out one of these. Where's uh, muffin ass? So <laughs> got better things to do than to come out with his sorry ass. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I, Bullet Club. Yeah, I think we're. I think. Well, listen, I, I I think you could have said that, you know, six months ago. You know, but it, I think the time has come to uh, put that out to uh, pasture. So finally, we arrive at the main event of the evening: the mm. New Japan Cup final. Tetsuya Naito versus Hiroki Goto. Damon, I thought that this was a very good match. However, I felt like there was there there was something missing just for me personally um that that didn't put it over that edge into the great category uh, let me tell you what i think that is because i feel similar it was a good match good match right two guys in that ring they're they're capable of having great matches this was a good match and and and, and good matches are good here's what i think the problem is colin and 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 I, i'm curious to get some feedback from our listeners as well as you for me, and I think for most uh, Western fans of New Japan, um, this idea of Goto kind of going through his little depression and his uh, cleansing and him looking to uh, be reborn, if you will, uh, it's not working. And it didn't work. And I think the big um, interest in our eyes was is Goto going to wind up with chaos, right? Is he going to side with uh, Okada and somehow join that faction? That was really the interesting takeaway from this whole um, journey that Goto was on. The depression thing and the sad thing, because here's the thing, Goto is not a sympathetic character, right? He is not. It's hard for me to feel compassion for a guy of Goto's stature, right? He said, "Is he having a rough patch? Is he, you know, he never seems to be able to get the big win?" Okay, but you know, there's plenty of guys who can't get the big win. There's only so many champions in the world, you know. And there's a certain point, and and again, maybe this is Western mentality, but you know, there's a certain point where I'm just like, "Ah, tough shit, Goto. You're just not that good enough, right?" (laughs) That's really the bottom fucking line, and you're just like every other pro wrestler except a handful who are world champion. Uh, and and he, and I say that with 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 the full knowledge that the guy had a, a, an entire summer with the second biggest belt in the company, so he's not that much of a fucking loser. He's having a bit of a, a rough patch when it comes to wins and losses and the big game, 
but you know it is what it is. Well, think about it. Think about it. Hi- Hiroki Goto beat Shinsuke Nakamura two yeah. times in a row, and he beat the IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kazuchika Okada in the right. G1 Climax. Think about that. So two victories over Nakamura, one victory over the champion. So he's no slouch. Yeah, it's it's you know it's not like he's never winning. He's all you know he's had plenty of wins. So for me to to, to f- you know, have this this sympathetic character that I'm supposed to rally behind and see him through to get this big win. Gotta be honest with you, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. And 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 I think that the majority of the people that listen to this show feel similar, right? The interest was, hey, is Goto going to join Chaos? Right. That's where we kind of wanted this ride to go, whether he was joining or not, and and the story that led to that. But for the but the sympathy. And 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 giving a fuck about depressed Goto, I don't. And again, maybe that resonates more with a Japanese audience. Don't know. For for the Western audience, I don't think many people gave a fuck. And here's my question: What happened to the Shibata Goto feud that we thought we were going to see? The main I mean, tag feud. Yeah, I mean, I think that's you know the cards have been laid out for something like that. That could definitely possibly happen. Um, I mean, after this this show though, and 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 what happened after the match at the finish, uh, might put that on pause for for uh, a couple of months or so. But even then, you know, it's it's you know it's kind of hard to get the sympathy and and the fighting spirit that they were. I think they they were trying to get. It it doesn't play very well with Western fans, and especially and speaking for me, you know, I am the voice of the North American audience, my. <laughs> but uh, no, we both are. Oh, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I I I don't think I'm that far point uh, that far off point uh, with that. So I, I'd be curious to hear what people think. Um, did this angle connect with you as Goto being the sympathetic character of trying to get his, as we like to say, get his groove back? I'm going to say something that you might disagree with, or maybe you will. Maybe you'll agree with it. But I think that Goto's loss to Nakamura, Nakamura getting that IC title back, I think that it hurt Goto. In in the fans' eyes, yeah, I I, I really do think that it hurt him. Yeah, I mean, well, well, like you know, it, there there's no point in in beating a dead horse now because Nakamura is gone, but. He had nothing to gain from getting that IC title back, and 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 look what happened in the end. Anyway, he had to forfeit it. Well, right, but but also, you know, you you, you know why? I mean, they had they they didn't feel that Gocho was a guy that could carry that house against Anderson. They needed Nakamura to win that belt because, you know, truth be told, you know, they needed they needed a house. Damon, all all we are saying. Is give Goto a chance? Well, Have you ever heard that song? I no, not not that version. Maybe that's a twelve-inch uh, dance mix that I missed. Um, but here's the thing: it's not like he hasn't had chances. Goto has had plenty of chances. He really has. He has. It's it's this is not like this, you know this is not like Goto being buried or by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that. But do you think that he had that icy title stripped off of him because he wasn't drawing a house? For um, the show against Carl uh, Anderson, they need it. Do you think Goto and Carl Anderson? No, head, I don't. Head, no, I'll, I'll answer that question right off the bat. No, right. I mean, and 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 they knew it too. They knew it. 
They had to. They had to put Nakamura. Uh, you know, and here's the thing: you're not going to have Gocho. The you know, what do you have? Gocho AJ Styles at the Dome. Hey, it wouldn't be a bad match. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> right? You're not going to have that. You, you, you had to make that switch. Had to make that switch. Why? Because he's not the guy. That's okay. Not many people are the fucking guy to make that happen. It's okay. Stop. Here's the one thing. You know, we talk about how you know, you know, our perception of who are stars in New Japan and 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 how the company is is booking for a Japanese audience. To me, like a Hiroki Goto is a guy that New Japan. I don't want to say shoehorns in as being a top star. And and again, I can't speak for a Japanese audience because I'm not Japanese. But and I don't live in a country. But to me, it feels like he's one of those. He's like a Randy Orton. I was sense of, you, you took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. Actually, that is exactly who I was going to compare him to. He is like a Randy Orton, right? Where the company constantly and consistently tells you how big of a fucking star he is. He's really not. And Goto feels that same way to me. Where the where New Japan constantly and consistently puts him in big spots. He's not. Really, that guy. Well, let me tell you something, Damon. If I was going to design a sports entertainer from the ground up, <laughs> he'd look like Hiroki Goto. Oh, Maggle. That's that's that was pretty good, right? That was a good JBL. Right? That was a good one. Better. You're but, getting better. But you know, at the end of the day, and when the wash is done and folded, here's what it is: the company didn't even feel that way, and the company still doesn't feel that way. You know, he's a he's a he's an upper mid card guy. He's the gatekeeper. Okay. He really is. He again, once again, he is Chief J Goto. Oh, or what? What is something? The King of Strongbow style. Yes, King of Strongbow style, and now Wacky Roll Up guy. And Wacky Roll Up guy. So uh, all, all those. But the, uh, then again, here we go at the end of the match. Well, I mean, did we? Did well, we go let, let, yeah, let, 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 let's talk about the match a little bit because we did oh. see a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, I love the spot where um, Goto reverses Naito's Destino into the Ushikaroshi. You yeah. also saw a top rope Ushi Kuroshi that looked pretty brutal. Um, and how about Naito kicking out of Goto's Shouten Kai? Yeah, so there were a lot of big moves Goto kind of saved. You know, we talked about roll-up Goto, and that's really cool that they were doing these wins in this fashion. And then he pulls out the big guns, right, his, his usual big finishing moves, even top rope, you know, big, you know, super-duper versions of these moves. Um to try to knock off 92. I like the fact that they went back into those, those, you know, the burning hammer kind of moves to, I need to put these motherfuckers away. Um, oh, by the way, as soon as I saw um, Naito make his entrance and who was behind him but Bushi, I said, oh, son of a bitch, here we go. But I'll tell you what, uh, the interference that was in this match, I think that it was limited and it didn't um, take away from the quality of the match. It didn't deteriorate the match quality. Um, we eventually did see Evil and Bushi get involved. Um, Goto gives the Ushikoroshi to Evil. Uh, uh, knocks uh, Bushi off the apron, and then uh, we saw Naito hit the his Destino finish out of uh, Goto's Shouten Kai. So Goto goes for his finish. Naito reverses it into the Destino and gets the one, two, three. Yeah, you you mentioned that the the interference and a lot of the interference happened within the first five to eight minutes of this match. And yeah, it could have gone off the rails. Could have gone off gone off the rails very quickly. Um, 
I'm not a huge fan of the interference. We all know that. But I think in this particular case, in this particular case, this did kind of help tell the story of Goto, you know, fighting off and really trying to overcome the insurmountable odds of Bushi outside and Naito in the ring. But it did. Um, and, and and by the way, just let me correct myself there for a second. I was jumping ahead of myself, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Goto actually did kick out of the Destino. Um, we saw Naito then hit a beautiful dragon suplex, right. and then he hit the, he hit the Destino, and that is when he got the pinfall. Then Evil comes in, pushes Goto out of the ring like he's a piece of garbage, Damon, like he's <laughs> trash. Just pushes him out of the ring, and then Naito uh, gets on the horn and says that he's challenging Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. And Okada comes out and extends his hand once again to uh, our buddy Hiroki Goto. And what do you have it? Goto finally, finally accepts the offer to join Chaos. So I guess th- th- there is a uh, silver lining in this black cloud for Goto. Right. So Goto gets the beat down, right? So, uh, you know, Naito gets on the mic and, and uh, you know, he's doing his post-match celebration and all that fun stuff while they drag you know, Goto's carcass back into the ring and, and they start laying the boots to him. And then here comes uh, Okada to make the save. Our savior. Yeah. The rainmaker. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, you know, yep. Uh, just as you explained, here comes Okada with the uh, extended hand once again. Goto uh, ponders. He turns away for one moment and then comes back with the uh, the hearty handshake. So, you know, it wasn't quite mega powers. A laurel and hearty <laughs> handshake. Well, very good. Uh, you know, it wasn't quite uh, you know Hogan Savage. Uh, no, but uh, but what is really in life? Good point. Um, and again, I don't know if this is an official chaos joining, right? Uh, I don't know if he's officially a member or, or what have you, or where this leads or where this goes. But I will say this: I think it's a safe guesstimate to say that you know Goto's involvement in this. Uh, potential world title match between Naito and Okada. I think you got to keep your eyes on Goto through this. Go either way. Maybe Goto helps uh, screw over Naito, um, you know, to kind of get revenge on what happened here tonight. Uh, or possibly, possibly this might be a gigantic swerve or do. Maybe, just maybe, Goto joins in a Gobernables. Uh, Ghetto called in Vince Russo to be the guest booker for Invasion <laughs> Attack. We're going to see a swerve, bro. We're going to see a swerve, bro. Uh, again, uh, please, uh, th- that's just me speculating. That's nothing that has been whispered in my ear. No, I, I, I don't think that that's um, um, out of uh, out of reach, though. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're reaching for. No, I think, and I, and I think that this. Um, you know, it lends itself to a couple different directions, and that's where the curiosity for. Fans like us, and you know, where where is this going to go? Does he does does he in fact join Chaos and help uh, Okada maybe get a win, uh, squeak out a win, possibly that kind of sets the stage for uh, an Osaka rematch, possibly, or again uh, Naicho winning the belt maybe with help from Goto. You know, a lot of different ways you can go. So that's to me that's that's where they hit the ball out of the park with this whole run with Goto is um, you know where where does it go not necessarily the uh, emotional attachment and the under, and the uh, again him overcoming his demons this is more of okay so is he joining the faction of chaos is he not joining 
um, and and how does this play out? Or maybe you know, like I said, this is all one big ruse, rouse, ruse, rousey. Ronda, um, and he winds up with a uh, baseball cap on his head, uh, Los Ingobernable style. So that was your New Japan Cup 2016 final, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Damon, let me ask you a question. Um, I want I, I, out of these three shows, let's let's do a little ranking here. You know, we, right. we we had the March third show, the March fourth show from Corican, and then the. This final from this past Saturday, I want you to rank them um, one to three, best to uh, least favorite. I'm I'll, I'll go first, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. I am going going to give the March third show the number one slot. I think that was the best one. That was a great show with a capital G. Um, I'm gonna put this. Actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna put the Corkin show in number two, and I'm gonna put this one in number three. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes right in sequential order. Yeah, I think the I think, I think the first night, um, for me personally, that that one felt again. We talked about this a few weeks ago. That one really felt like a clean slate. Let me take that back. Maybe not a clean slate, but it felt like a new beginning. A, a, a new beginning with guys uh, beginning their their ascension. And uh, to me, that was really enjoyable. I think the matches were great. I, lo- I love the sprint and the style and the pacing of all of it. Second night, similar. Um, again, a-, a notch below. We talked about that last week. Uh, but the Ishii Naito match was phew, what a match that fucking was. Uh, really, you know, was it? Was, do you think that was the best match of the uh, of the three? Oh yeah, by far. Ishii yeah. Naito, and I'll tell you what. That right now is. Probably in my top five matches of the year in New Japan thus far. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I I, I was into it. I can't... It's got to be in the conversation, right? I mean, you figure... You got your dome... That's the problem. There's so much good shit on that dome. That's that's hard to squeeze shit out of the top five. I'm telling you right now that on uh, for this year's end-of-year awards, there are going to be three matches from the dome show on there. Yeah, there really are. They're, and I think you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah, well, it's the last three, and then yep. and then where do you put the other two? Like so far in the top five, you know. I, 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 listen, you could you could absolutely without question talk about this Ishi Naito match. That that can absolutely be in the conversation. I mean, even the follow up though with Shibata and Ishi, right? Yeah, that uh, that was another great match. Yeah, I mean, listen, New Japan's on a great run. It's March 13th. It's March it's Madness. March, <laughs> it's March 13th, and you know we've got you know five or six really solid contenders for match of the year we really do and that, that's 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 you know that's that's commendable i can't believe they're actually pulling it off again but they're on another banner run and here's the thing too this year seems fresh it really does seem like a really nice spark now again we i don't want to beat the dead horse i, I am i am good at it but this 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 screamed to me. This screamed to me. Uh, the, the holes that were left open by an Omega, a Kushida, and and the rest of the junior crew. They really fill a nice role. Um, and and these last two shows kind of kind of make that a little bit more glaring than ever before. But here's the thing. Here's the, here's the good news. Look at all the fucking good shit we have coming up with a va- invasion attack. With this year's G1, with the Super Juniors. Super J-Cup. The Super J-Cup. This is going to be a fun fucking year. I can't 
you know, I can't stress that enough. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a real fun time to be a pro wrestling fan. And here's the thing, too, and I, and I, and I don't want to get too deep into a conversation of this ilk. You got to look at the, this company, you know, you know, in the United States. That, that cruiserweight uh, tournament that they're talking about, and there's a lot of scuttlebutt about Kota Ibushi sticking his, uh, his uh, feet in this tournament. It's going to be fun. And then Nakamura probably, you know, well, he's definitely making a de- his debut WrestleMania weekend at the NXT shows. Facing Sami Zayn, which is going to gonna be probably the best thing you'll see all weekend. I mean, look, I, I, obviously we're going to tune in for it. Obviously we're going to see it. I think the entire wrestling world will do that. They, they, they want to see what's going to happen here. Um, am I watching it? a little bit skeptical in the sense that, well, this is going to be a really watered down version of, of, of Shinsuke. Yeah, I am, but hopefully they let him go. I mean, I, I can't imagine them allowing a lot of the stuff. Listen, you're not going to see knee strikes to the head, you know, uh, you know, in, in, in a violent, you know, fashion like he did against maybe a Tanahashi or so but look everybody's going to tune in nobody's kidding anybody I, I'm not going to sit here and be like nah I'm not going to fucking watch it because it's the I'm going to watch it of damn course Mark <laughs> you, you hate WWE um yeah, we 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 had a question about that on Twitter actually. Um, yeah. one of our great listeners um thought that maybe we were a, a bit too hostile towards the current WWE product. Um, yeah, I don't think. And, it, and I and I and I and I hit him back, and I said, "Look, um, you know, I tweeted him back, and I hit him back. Um, you don't hit him. When do I get involved in a lawsuit? I would say hit him up, but but I didn't really hit him up. I just you know we you know just responded <laughs> like a normal human being. Um. No, but listen, uh, you know, we're a New Japan podcast, so, um, you know, I, th- I think the spin that we have is going to be obviously more of a New Japan-centric show, um, and I wouldn't necessarily call it hatred of the WWE. I know yeah. there's not much that I re- currently enjoy. I don't enjoy the production of their shows. I fucking despise Shaky Cam. Um, I think Kevin Dunn is a, a, a maniac if he thinks this is quality programming. I think that there are plenty of holes in their storylines. And, and and here's the thing. I don't even – people are going to be like, well, you said this. You don't even fucking watch the shows. Well, I mean, unless I listen to the recaps and they don't make any sense. <laughs> you know, I hear, I hear everybody talking about it and it's like, wow, this is I, – I can't believe you're watching this. Um, but even with that said, my original point of am I going to watch Shinsuke – uh, Nakamura debut, absolutely. Of course. So it's, it's so. My main point is this: this is going to be a wonderful, you know, these next couple of months. Strap yourselves in because not even from a New Japan perspective, um, there's a lot of great stuff out there. You know, Kota Ibushi working some of these shows. You know, WrestleMania weekend should be fun. Did you hear about Kota and his and his uh, and his uh, and his wants on who he wants to wrestle for? Uh, no, actually, who did he say? Well, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Kaiju Big Battle. Kaiju Big Battle. I cannot say I'm familiar with this gentleman. Oh, right? No, 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 no. Not gentleman. This promotion. So what this promotion is. So, and and here's was my first exposure to them. So I went to uh, a Wizard World in Philadelphia, the comic book convention. Nerd. <laughs> I know. I got thrown in a lake and everything. Um the post party. I get invited to the post party because I'm pretty fancy and important. And uh, did you drop they, any uh, pollen? <laughs> did you drop any pollen? 
<laughs> the killer bees. That's so funny. Um, a lot of inside jokes here, guys. Maybe, do, you, do you want to explain that one, Colin? <laughs> yeah, just very briefly. All right, real one, quick. Come on. Yeah, one, one time back in the day, uh, Jesse the Body was interviewing the killer bees in the ring. <laughs> and I forget where they, were, where, where they were coming from. They were on a trip somewhere. But Jesse asked them if they dropped any pollen, meaning did they get laid? <laughs> Come on. That's hysterical. <laughs> that is great. Um, so... Yeah, where was I? So, yeah, Wizard World, Kaiju Big Battle. Um, so what Kaiju Big Battle is is a uh, – I, I guess it's a wrestling promotion, Colin. Um, and the theme is, is that there are these giant monsters. So these are wrestlers, and I put that in air quotes, uh, performing in – giant costumes like monsters like a giant like 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 those old 70s japanese like godzilla yeah like yeah like godzilla but like even like even goofier like a giant roach you know or and they fight in the ring and what they do is they put like like little cardboard buildings in this in the ring to make it look like these are giant monsters fighting right exactly silence is golden <laughs> right um so it's Highly comical, highly goofy, but that's that's the idea. Well, Kota Ibushi loves this comedy stuff, doesn't he? He really does. Kota Ibushi is a goofy character. <laughs> He's a he really is a he really likes this goofiness. Um, yeah. So he, he he apparently in the past he's done some stuff for them, like um, like like interviews and you know like. Like little backstagey things, but um, yeah, apparently he voiced a uh, interest in because Kaiju always does stuff on WrestleMania weekend. Um, and like I said, when I was there, I, it was fun. Don't get me wrong; it was it was it was it was so goofy. It was funny, you know. So you don't take obviously you don't take this seriously or you know like real. <laughs> I can't believe Kaiju it's just real big battle. Kaiju big battle sounds like a uh, Chikara wrestler. Yeah, think of yeah, think of it and think of that, but like. On, like, but they're they're pretending they're giant monsters. Yeah, yeah. All right then. That's that's that's. So to me, I was kind of like, oh, really? I mean, you could do just about anything in the world, and you can do that. Fuck. Why? Um, you know why? Why exactly are we not doing New Japan again? Um, and we're still. What's the? Do you remember his name of his promotion? I don't want to put you on the spot, but. So the name of uh, Kota Ibushi's new promotion is the Ibushi Pro Wrestling Research Institute. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck that mean? <laughs> uh, again, yeah. again, I'll say it again. The Ibushi Pro Wrestling Research Institute, the IPWRI. Yeah, it flows off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. Uh, he's a maniac. <laughs> Kota Ibushi is a wackadoo. Um, like, like, like Tokyo needs another, you know, another indie promotion. Seriously, are I they going to do like studies there? Like, this sounds like almost like like are they going to do like sleep studies? Like, hook people up to electrodes and <laughs> sleep apnea tests. I'm sure half of these matches you're going to uh, fall asleep just fine. Um, again, do you need another you know promotion of this of this? And it's 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 going to be the well. He said that he wanted to find a you know kind of invent or create a new form of pro wrestling. Um, he he had made mention that, and again, this is all online, so it's not like he picked up the phone and we had a conversation, mind you. Um, you know that the style was rough. 
you know, it was, it was battering his body, working both DDT and New Japan. And, you know, he's going to come, you know, come up with this idea, you know, of, of what this new generation of pro wrestling will be. And he, he, you know, he's like, you know, does pro wrestling need three ropes? Do, the, do we need to be in a square circle, so to speak? Um, you know, so what's pro wrestling going to look like? He's like, I haven't figured that out yet, but I know I want to do something different. And and on one hand, I'm kind of like, cool, dude, do whatever the fuck you want and knock yourself out and be happy and go for it. But then the other hand, it's kind of like the, the logic in me is just like, dude, what are you doing? Nakamura told him that it, it, it was all on him now. The ball was in his court. Yeah. I, here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, if you're not happy, you're not happy. You know, if, if he's not happy, you know, being who he was or, or the style that he's working or uh, or the physical demand, you know, you, if you're not happy, you're not happy. You know, there's yeah, who are we to sit here and say you 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 must stay in New Japan? You you, right. you have to win the G1 this year and right. go on to headline Wrestle Kingdom for yeah. Wrestle Kingdom 11. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really, why, I mean, why would anybody want to do that? Um, but, but at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you're not happy. There's been plenty of times where I've had jobs where you know, the money was great, but I'm just like, ugh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. You know, I don't want to do this. And then you take job, it. <laughs> for you anyway. <laughs> um, you know, then you then you kind of say, okay, well, what do I want to do? And you reassess, and, and this is obviously something that, that what he did, and he wasn't happy, and that's really at the end of the day, that's what it is. So, hey, listen, uh, hats off to to Kota Abushi. Hats off to Kota. Hats off to Kota. Um, but the selfish Damon, you know, I I want I want Wrestle Kingdom Kota and not. Him wrestling a giant crab. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, wait a sec. You know, now that I think about this, Kota Ibushi versus a giant crab. (laughs) This sounds pretty cool. You know, I think I I think I'm kind of into this. No, I'm not. I'm I I no. I'm I'm okay. I think. Trust me. When he's in a six man tag, and and uh, you know all the usual great indie stars are, are in this six man. So it's him and it's like Will Ospreay and the, your boy Skrull. Mighty Skrull. Yeah. Um, a couple other uh, guys are in there. So obviously the, the minute I find this match, I'm, I'm dropping the money and, and downloading or streaming. So I think it's going to be an incredible match, but truth be told, I'm not going to watch Koto Obushi wrestle a, you know, a fucking crab or a lobster or a cockroach or, or whatever the hell it is. Or an eel, an electric eel. I don't see that <laughs> a lot. No, if it were a real electric eel, I might watch that. I might, that might be something I'd be interested in. But no, I. Uh, sorry, I that 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 shit doesn't do anything for me. Well, re- regardless of uh, what your pro wrestling persuasion is, I mean, there's there is going to be something uh, for everybody coming up in early April. And Damon, you know, the next um, show on New Japan. Well, actually, first before I uh, talk about the uh, next wrestling show on New Japan World, I just want to make note that at the time we're recording this, it is Sunday evening, March thirteenth, and there is actually going to be a press conference to right. announce the Invasion Attack. A card um early monday morning so before we kind of wrap things up here um i just want to um briefly sort of go over um what the card is likely to look like so um we're probably going to see tomohiro ishii defending the roh tv title against evil right i would think that's uh, in the cards 
We know that we're going to see Kushida defend his IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against Will Ospreay, which is, how could that not be just a phenomenal match? I'm telling you right now, flat out, Kushida is one of my favorite wrestlers. He, uh, it, it's, I don't want to say it's damn near impossible for the, him to have a bad match, but you know he would have to really, he would have to show up drunk um, and with a broken leg for this to be a bad match. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't. I, that's the one match w- without question that I have circled, and, and I'm, I'm really, uh, as you like to say, body is ready. Yeah, that 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 is what I like to call wrestling porn, right yeah. there. Yeah, you you know it. That and uh, apparently some random New Japan videos. <laughs> We're also probably going to see. <laughs> I'm just going to gloss right over that. Katsuyori Shibata defending his never open weight title against Satoshi Kojima, which I r- really think is going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Um. Again, we talked about this, but this might be one of those situations where. You know, old grizzled veteran is showing, uh, you know, one of the up and coming stars, uh, new level stars, you know, just just, you know, what it what it's like to be a star. So uh, I I think he's going to show that he's got a lot more left in the tank or at least one match um, should be good. I'm I'm looking forward to this. And theoretically, we're going to see Okada defend his IWGP heavyweight title against the New Japan Cup 2016 winner, Tetsuya Naito. However, Damon, I just got to, I have to ask you this question. You know, we've seen the tweets from Naito kind of hinting that he wouldn't use that title for invasion attack. Do you think that that's possible? Do you think that they might hold this title match off? I think they'd be silly, too. Again, I'm always a fan of cash in, cash in, cash in. Uh, do it in Invasion. Invasion Attack is, you know, a very important show. This is Sumo Hall, right? You know, this is this is not, you know, some farming town in the middle of northern Japan. We got to fill a building here. Um, do it, do it here. You can always have the rematch. You can always book this again. There's a plenty of different ways this can go to uh, build interest toward a uh, Osaka rematch. Uh, whether it's a title change that happens here or in Osaka, you know, now do it, do it now. We got to fill a building. There's, there's. You know, get it strike while the iron is hot. Do it now. Alrighty, and then the the next show that is going to air on New Japan World actually takes place on March twenty seventh, Sunday, March twenty seventh. So we've got a while yet until we have another New Japan show here, and that is going to be the Road to Invasion Attack taking place at Corican Hall. So that is the schedule for March. That's that's a that's a long gap here. I I, I hope the WWE signs Okada. We'll have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know it was it, it was funny. I did uh, read that 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 little headline that. Um, Key people in WWE just discovered that Okada is tall. Fuck that story. I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> <laughs> they they just discovered that he's tall. Fucking come on. I listen. I the, the WWE is a crock of shit sometimes, but yeah, I can't. I, I even I can't even believe that story. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, ty- but, the, the the headline sounds amazing, though. Come on. Yeah, I'll, you know it's. Uh, it's comical. It's I'm sure. I'm sure it was tongue in cheek. So, uh, yeah. What, do you, what what can you say? You know, I think I don't. Th- I don't think uh, Okada is going anytime soon. But hey, listen, I sat here and said that about Nakamura. So uh, anything can happen in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Certainly can. So uh, fingers crossed. But I think uh, I think we all know that uh, Bushi Road is ready to uh, sign a big check. I already know that they uh, five year contract. We're talking. 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to be more than what they usually do. Let's put it that way. I mean, I I, I don't have any you know idea what the numbers are going to be, but um, from, from everything that you're hearing and reading online and everywhere else, it's you know they're they're prepared to make a commitment, and uh, I think they have to. You know, I think they really. Um, they they know they're in a game that is uh, the stakes have been upped. You know they just got they just got you know they got pickpocketed. They literally just got pickpocketed. Um, they got so. mugged com- coming off the subway. <laughs> you know they, they but here's the thing. They, I listen. We we talked about it a million times. No need to talk about it again. But yeah, they they know they're in a fight. And they and uh, and they got a big uh, they got a big bully with a big checkbook that can. Uh, they can write checks to to solve a lot of their own woes when it comes to finding new talent. Sounds like a presidential candidate, a big bully with a big checkbook. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, listen, there's there's more similarities than 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 we all know. Um, but look, yeah, I think I think Okada will be here for a long time, and I, and I and I know that they're in for uh, they're in for the long fight. So, uh, fingers crossed. I think the the good things will happen. All right, well, I think that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast. Remember, I just want to thank everyone for uh, leaving all of your great comments on our iTunes account. You know, keep those five-star reviews coming. Uh, Keep all the great comments coming in on Twitter. Remember, you can follow us at PuroCast. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash New Japan PuroCast. And if you subscribe to us directly on our personal feed, either via iTunes or Stitcher, you will get each and every brand new PuroCast episode delivered to the device of your choosing, um, usually on late Sunday evening. Or, of course, you can always wait and listen to us on the Great Voices of Wrestling podcasting network every Monday. So uh, before I wrap things up here, Damon, anything uh, you would like to say? Shockingly, no. Um, I think we wow. uh, wrapped everything. Yeah, I know. I think we wrapped everything up in a nice bow. Well, I, 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 I have a long week ahead of me of uh, dubbing these tapes. Um, a lot of pro wrestling to catch up on, and uh, even more to watch. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. It's great meeting you guys, and uh, you know, maybe we'll do something similar uh, in New York City with uh, the next uh, Ring of Honor show and uh, New Japan show. Yeah, I'm going to be in so Vegas remember. again. Yeah, hopefully you make it. Poor me. (laughs) Well, good news is I'm not taking American Airlines, so. All right, good for you. How about that rant we did? Uh, I I had to actually people text me personally be like, oh, I'm so disappointed. I didn't – trust me, you're you're glad you didn't fucking hear this rant. It was – again, maybe you know when we we, uh, become rich and famous, we'll release the – unedited versions and the this is like this is like one of those things where um for example (laughs) like tupac (laughs) a new tupac song is unearthed this is that's what that's exactly like who actually shot kennedy like they're waiting for like all the people who are actually involved in that to die before Uh they actually take it out of the vault that's kind of like what this is yeah this is this was hate filled this was um yeah, this was uh, it was cathartic. Is that the word I'm looking for? Cathartic. Cathartic. Is that the word? Yeah, let's go with so. it. I'm going to go with it. Um, it was. If I felt good afterward. Uh, but yeah, maybe one day we'll uh, we'll have a special screening for special listeners. We'll have it like a giveaway. You know, you have to you have to uh, donate to a charity, and we'll rent like a hall or something, and you know, we'll give you earphones, and you can listen to. You have to go through a metal detector to make sure there's no recording <laughs> devices right, hidden recording in your pockets. Device. Exactly, it's like going to a movie premiere. Uh, that would be hilarious if we actually did like an Indiegogo when we gave all the money to charity and people had to bid on it. <laughs> that would be that would be funny. Damn it, stranger <laughs> things have happened. 
stranger things have happened. So, uh, again, good things for the pure cast, but no, uh, again, listen to us everywhere that Colin said to listen to us and, uh, thank you for the feedback and it was nice meeting all of you and we'll do it again. All right. And on that note for Damon McDonald, I am Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys next week right here on the New Japan Pure Cast. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.